Hello, my name is Jerry Durham, and I want to welcome you to my podcast, What's Best for the Patient is Best for the Business. This podcast was put together for you, the healthcare practice owner, and wants to achieve success in your healthcare practice and turn this practice, this clinic, into a business. So if you want growth and scalability that drives financial performance, all three of those don't always come together. But if you want that, then you've come to the right place. I'm here to help you be most successful in your healthcare practice and turn it into a business. Cheers. Thanks for coming. Hello, my name is Jerry Durham. Welcome to what's best for the patient is best for business podcast. This is the interview series, doing it and helping others. Enjoy. All right. Welcome back to what's best for the patient is best for the business podcast, almost a broadcast. This is Jerry Durham. And again, I want to thank you for coming back. And today I'm very, very, very excited mm-hmm. because I am in the middle of and doing another series that you guys know about. And we are in the middle of doing the doing it and helping others series. And today I'm very excited to have Dr. Ashley Johnson on the podcast. How are you, Ashley? I am great. How are you doing? I'm good. So let me just give people context around our relationship a little bit, right? Yes. Um, So I've been in this, as everybody knows, for a wee bit longer than Ashley, probably about (laughs) 20-some-odd years longer. And uh, yeah, and so it's nice. You know, everybody's familiar with my journey. I'm not going to go into that today. But the the reason I'm excited to have um, Ashley on the show and Dr. Ashley Johnson, I want everybody to understand, right? Physical therapist, right? Doing her own thing is I see Ashley as the future. So here you got this guy who's been in the profession for a while, right? You got this guy who's been doing this for a long time and I see a lot of things and I read a lot of things. And then Dr. Ashley Johnson shows up in my social media feed and I'm like, wow, this is different. Now, mind you, when my mom says something's different, that's not a good thing. So we got to be careful. So we need to define different. Right. I said, I said, man, this is different. And it was a good thing. And so that's the reason I'm bringing her on the show. I want me to learn more about her. I want you to learn more about her. And again, it's part of the doing it and helping others series. So she's going to tell us about how she got here. And then she's going to tell us who she's helping. So without further ado, believe it or not, I don't do much of the talking on these interviews. I'm going to let Ashley take over. So <laughs> it's over to you, Ashley. I am good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, First of all, thank you for being there for me when I first started and taking the time uh, to give me advice and guiding me when I first started opening my practice. That has been integral as I have built. So thank you for that. Uh, You are welcome. welcome. (laughs) Um, So my journey, um, I'm from the outskirts of Chicago, Illinois, Bolingbrook, a suburb. I'm the daughter of an occupational therapist and current uh, rehab director. My mom has been a rehab director my entire life. So I would say like 30 plus years. Um, And she hit her earning potential um, 20 years ago. She has not made more money since. Maybe, you know, increase raises here and there. But as the cost of living increases, it's like the bonuses and raises that she gets just matches the normal inflation of the world. And so um, as I when I was growing up, she was basically, you know, wanting me to be in the rehab world. I would go to work with her. I was in the hospital daycare. 
So during lunch, we would go to the PT room to be with my mom and I'll be on the stairs. Um, I wrote my first soap note at probably 12, 13. Uh, I really understood or I got, you know, into rehab in general at a very young age. And I'll never forget, I was like 14 when I started floating over to the physical therapy side of the hospital. And my mom would be like, you know, where's Ashley? Because I would always be in OT, which is right where her office was. And it was like at that moment, I was like, I don't like helping people wash their clothes or doing brain games. I like the stairs. I like balance. I like walking. And, you know, in the hospital system, that's all I knew physical therapy was. It was helping patients move in bed, getting them to walk, making sure they don't fall. Um, And there's this whole other part of physical therapy that I never really knew about, but I was introduced at a young age, which I feel kind of pushed me ahead in regard, like in relation to my peers, in regards to thinking forward in the rehab profession. Um, So I'm a rehab brat, always an athlete, basketball, softball, track, football, never soccer, couldn't really get my foot, coordination was never good, but I come from an athletic family, we're always moving, um, volleyball, you didn't say volleyball of all things. You know? I didn't. No, and it's you skipped over know. that. I swear, everybody's going to roll back. I didn't hear volleyball. So wow, volleyball. That's and all I know Ashley for, by the way, people, is her love of volleyball. I love volleyball. And you know what? I skipped it probably because it's the newest part of my life. Ah. Um, I captured volleyball competitively at 17 when, you know, everyone's been playing like 12, 13s to go to college. I switched from basketball to volleyball my junior year of high school and ended up being a division one volleyball standout. And so uh, growing up, it really was, it was like softball track, basketball. And then, you know, in my young adulthood, volleyball um, became a new love and now it's my forever love. Um, And through the love of sports, specifically volleyball and you know, my background with physical therapy, naturally, I knew I wanted to be in physical therapy, specifically with athletes, more specifically, volleyball athletes, um, because I was around my own peers who had issues. I was training girls who showed those issues. And I only knew that because of my knowledge and skills and abilities I've learned from my physical therapy program. Um, so I ended up going to college, IEPUI, played division one volleyball, immediately majored in exercise science, pre-physical therapy, um, did well. Then I went to Hampton University, um, majoring in physical therapy, became a grad assistant for the volleyball program, which happened. Um, this is when I first realized how to leverage my resume for financials, um, didn't have much money at all going to PT school like most students. Didn't have the credit to get the grad plus loan, nor the fam- my family couldn't get it either. So, you know, I knew I had my school paid for because of the federal Stafford loan that you get. It's like 22500 no matter what. So I knew I had that and I had to find ways to like make sure I could stay in physical therapy school. So it was a blessing. Hampton University did not have the money for an assistant coach. Um, I was able to leverage my volleyball resume for tuition waivers. And that's when I first nice work. 
Thank you. That's when I was like, okay, you don't always need to get paid, but this whole bartering idea is still alive here in 20, you know, 2012, 2013 when I was in PT school. Um, so through the volleyball program and being in PT school at the same time, I really started connecting the dots for those volleyball athletes who had shoulder pain, low back pain, chronic ankle sprains, um, and saw that the principles I was learning in physical therapy were actually helping these college athletes. And that's when my light bulb went off. I found my community. So at that time, I knew when I graduated, I would return to volleyball and I would be a volleyball PT. How, what, where, I had no idea. I just knew that through through everything, at the end of my career, I want to be a volleyball PT. That's what made me happy. Um, this is where my journey gets dark, right? So I'm all bright-eyed, bushy-tailed. I'm a doctor of physical therapy, grad assistant of a Division I volleyball program. I go, um, the NCAA releases a study in 2015, the year I graduated from PT school, basically saying volleyball players get these injuries. We don't know why. We don't know how. Somebody solved the problem. So me being a problem solver, I went to my program director at Hampton and I was like, you know, I had this systematic review, like who gets excited over research? Like I never did. So I'm like literally holding this article. I was just like, this is what I want to study. They're asking for it. You say if they ask for it, it's relevant. How do I solve this? And she was like, go and do a PhD program. And so I was like, okay. So I do some interviews. I wind up at University of South Florida. Um, I'm getting my PhD for free in exchange for teaching in their physical therapy program. And I'm loving it. I'm doing great in my research classes. I'm starting to, you know, look for volleyball in research, which there's not much. So my systematic review was fairly easy. Um, I finished my comp exam. We get time for my dissertation for the first time in my, how old was I then? 23 years of life. I've never been denied. I've been delayed, but I've never been denied because I always find out why I'm being denied and I fix it. And then I get accepted and this was the first time in my life I probably lost 15 pounds, losing my hair a little bit. They would not accept my dissertation. They said it was not novel. It was not relevant. Um, and in the end, I learned that it's not that volleyball wasn't novel or that it wasn't relevant. There was really no research funding that would cover this specific thing I wanted to do. And I wish they would have just said that, like, hey, the money's in amputees. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But they didn't say that to me. They they kind of made me feel like I was inadequately presenting a research project, which for me, I already determined that this was my life. So at that moment, they literally, by them denying that, it just made me think, wait, I thought I had this volleyball physical therapy thing. You know, I thought this was it. And they said no. And so, you know, I, it was a it was a dark point, so I left the program entirely. Um, I left how long, the, real quick for context, how long? So you went from PT school straight into that. How long were you in that program for two years? Two, two, years. two years. That's a long time. Eh? Yep, it's a long time, and I was working PRN at the hospital. Um, and at the hospital, because I stand at about five eleven, uh, two hundred and thirty pounds, I'm strong. 
and I was just a mover at the hospital. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't feel like I was using any of my actual physical therapy knowledge. I was just getting those patients that were like max times three assists because I was the one that could stand them. And it was just like, you know, like this isn't this can't be real life. And um, at that moment, I left physical therapy uh, for the first time in my young career. So I graduated in 2015 left physical therapy in 2017 and became a private volleyball coach because of my volleyball resume. My uh, private session rate was $15 more than I would make as a physical therapist. So I was, you know, and I was in the gym. They respected me because they could Google me and the parents trusted what I said. And I was like, man, why can't this be PT? Like, why can't I be trusted treating patients? Like, why do I have to, like, why can't it just be like this? So I'm a private coach. My girls are starting to get hurt. So I'm like, okay, I'll give you some prehab. Yeah, yeah, nothing really official. Um, And then my boyfriend's job had an offer to move to Atlanta, which for those who know volleyball is a Mecca. It's a Mecca for juniors, 13 to 18. It's like Atlanta, Texas, Chicago, big volleyball city. And I was like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to just email every volleyball program in the Atlanta area and say, I'm Dr. Ashley Johnson. I'm a physical therapist. I'm a former D1 athlete, D1 coach, former pro. I want to be in your gym and fix your girls. I'll do it for free. I just need to be around people that I can help. A gym answered my email here in Atlanta, Tsunami Volleyball. So that's when my true entrepreneurial journey started. So I'm in a volleyball gym in my community with a massage table from Amazon. So hold up, hold up. How long after you stopped that PhD now are we talking about? So you were you went to the private volleyball coaching. How long was that? I just want people to understand Two this years. wasn't overnight. Two, years. Two more years. Mm-hmm. So now, so we're... We're four years out of PT school. And I've probably worked like for a year and a half, maybe. As a PT. As a PT. So here we go. Yeah, good. I, I want the context around the timeline, too. Yep, yep. So, so now here you are. Back it up. So here you are in the gym. So I'm in Atlanta with an Amazon massage table, a banner that my boyfriend made me because he does. that's what his job moved him for. He does graphic design. And basically, um, I'm there taping ankles, giving ice making conversation. Um, And then I was like, okay, they want me here. They need me here. I said I would be here. Now, how do I monetize or grow this? So because I couldn't really think of it quickly, I was like, oh crap, we kind of need to make money. I started a full-time job in an outpatient facility here in Atlanta. Um, So I was doing that from like 7 a.m. to 4 p.m., And then I'm in the volleyball gym from 5 p.m. to 11 because that's when the action happens. So it ended up working out for time. But for my life, it was crazy, right? Because I'm leaving the house at six to get to my first patient at work at seven. And then I'm rushing from Douglasville, which is like 40 minutes from the volleyball gym. So I have my three o'clock patient. I'm like, okay, do we got everything? We got to be on the hour. And we're literally walking out together. Yeah, right. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, it was just like, and it was something and I was tired. And 
you know, even at times my mom was concerned because she was just like, this is too much. This is too much. But it's like when you know what you want and you know that this is the work that you put in now will give you what you want. That's that fire that will just kind of keep you and, going. And you knew you knew that at the time that look, I'm, oh, I'm willing. I'm willing to do the six a.m. I'm willing to walk out with my patient because what I'm working towards is what I'm moving towards. And this is funding. This is that what you were doing, basically. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. So I was, yeah. So I was doing. I started doing thirty-five dollar quick injury evals and quick treats at the volleyball gym, and then. So at this volleyball gym, there's eight courts, about 28 teams. We're talking 300 to 400 athletes that are coming through the gym two to three times a week for six months. That's club volleyball, right, at this magnitude. So it's like I'm talking to people, but you can't really talk to everyone because they come in at different times. And so my signage and my presence – my marketing became better and people just started coming over. Got pain, your knee hurt, you know, can she play this weekend? I started giving free, you know, consulting, bringing people in. Then I started charging $35 and I was seeing about 10. Wait a minute, you started charging $35. So because I heard the free consulting. So you're doing the consulting, right? People are getting to know, hey, Ashley, and I assume there's chatter going around in the gym Mm -hmm. too, right? Yeah. So they're they're getting to know that there's this person over in the corner, right? Wherever you are, right? Hey, that sign over there? (laughs) Yeah, literally. See, there's, hey, there's a woman over there in the corner. See that sign? Go over there. So, right? So this is good. So now you're going to start charging $35 for a consult. No, no. So the consult is free. And then if, so basically in my consult, this is what I wanted. Yep. So in my consult, I was seeing, so basically from what I learned from my PhD, I knew what the issues volleyball players had. Oh, I got you. Yeah, good. So I already created home exercise plans to address ankle instability, knee pain, low back pain, and shoulder pain. So I had these general HEPs already printed. So when an athlete came to me, they all fell into the category that the NCAA told us they do back in 2015. So it's like the player will come see me even without the parent. I would speak to the player, give them a home exercise plan and attach it, uh, attach my business card to it. Right. So it's like if you have a kid who plays sports and they come and give you this from, you know, Dr. Ashley Johnson with a they call like, hey, what's wrong with my kid's ankle? Well, this is what's wrong with your kid's ankle. And so then I started seeing people at thirty five dollars a pop or I think it was like if they wanted to do, you know, eight treatments. So two times a week for a month, basically they will come in before their practice or stay after their practice for a treatment. I packaged that to two hundred and fifty dollars. So I was like, we can do one session for thirty five or you can just do it for the month. And I think that we can get them back where they need to be by then. When I started that package, that's when my life changed. Hey, hold up. This is good. We're going to stop right here. And okay. this is a great place to stop. So here, here's my goal today. My goal is to get Ashley's background and her journey. And now I think this is the perfect time because I didn't know she was going to say that, but I was looking for an opportunity to say, okay, let's transition to, right? That's what changed my life is the perfect time. Perfect transition. Yeah, perfect transition. So let, let me say this real quick. So now we're in the gym, right? Yeah, what a journey. This is this is exactly what I wanted you to share. This is great. Um, 
where you're in the gym, right? You're building this up and it, and you're realizing, Hey, I can help these people, right? First, you're just doing free consults. Is that correct? Yeah. Then you move from free consults to follow-up visits. Yes. And then here we are now today. Um, sorry, not today. Sorry. Where we are in your journey at this moment in time right. is now you put the packages together for yeah. these kids. Hey, I want to back up and clarify one other thing without you jumping forward. So um, the fact I want people to hear something that I heard, the fact that she was stapling her card to the home exercise program. I do not want anybody listening to this to miss that simple, 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 huge impact step in this journey. That what she said next was what? The kids would go home to their parents. Now, it wasn't the kids went home to their parents and saw an exercise sheet that Ashley hoped the kids told them about. Her card was there, Dr. Ashley Johnson. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. There's a volleyball player, right, who happens to be a doctor of physical therapy in the gym, right? So, of course, I don't have kids, but I'm going to state that most of those parents got in touch with Dr. Ashley Johnson. Would I be correct? Yeah. I had to get another cell phone. Yeah, good. See, so I just I don't want it to get mixed up in this journey. And it's these small things that add up early on as we're hearing Ashley share this story. So, Ashley, I'm going to say thank you for part one. And I want to um, thank everybody for jumping in for this first part of Ashley's journey in this doing it and helping other series that I put together. And I want to thank everybody again for your time and energy. And we are going to continue from the big, wait, what was that said? The the most important thing in your life at that point, what did you say where I stopped it? Oh, the The packages, my light, the thing that changed my life. That's where we're going to pick up part two. How the hell are you all not going to be here next week? I don't know how I changed my life. That's right. So (laughs) tune in next week for part two of the interview with Dr. Ashley Johnson. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you. Thank you for listening today to the podcast. Here's what I want you to do next. Um, If you want to stay in touch or want more information on the doing of all this, then I highly recommend, and I really want you to go over to my YouTube page, Jerry Durham PT, J-E-R-R-Y-D-U-R-H-A-M. There is just so much content, videos added weekly, if not daily and you will be able to bury yourself and immerse yourself into this content and learn all you need to know to start implementing some of the things we talked about today second thing i want you to do is just jump in feet first over at my facebook group what's best for the patient is best for business daily interactions right i'll be there you can have discussions with other people you can ask me questions i post there frequently post videos i share information there so it's a place to stay up to date and be very interactive with other people who have the same goals and mindset that you do and want to create this business this healthcare practice that will scale and grow and give you financial performance cheers all